goes the weasel. Welcome to Seti Soppo. This is a podcast where we work out what is the opposite of something that doesn't have a natural opposite. I am Simon. Hello, Izzy. Goodbye, Simon. Why do people burst weasels and then exactly. sing songs about it? Seems mean, doesn't it? Weasel, for a while, was a, the, the go-to comedy improv animal, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah, weasels and badgers, I think. Badgers was, was definitely... I mean, that is the way of the weasel. It was, it was Bill Bailey take on Reich, wasn't it? Did it Reich? I don't, maybe I don't know. Your your memory is better than mine, is it? This is this is true. But um, he he would play it. That is the way of the weasel on um <laughs> on the piano. On the piano. On the Joanna. On on the ivories tinkling them ivories, which is not pissing on an elephant. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, is it because they pop up? I would have thought, uh, without looking it up, my guess is that it was some sort of fairground game where you've got to bop the weasel. I I, no, I think like, I think it's the Cockney rhyming slam. Slam. Because slang. Because weasel's um, a coat, isn't it? Okay, so why pop? I don't know. The only lyrics of the song I know is "Pop goes the weasel." I don't know the rest half of the a, lyrics. Half a bag of tuppenny rice, half a bag of treacle, half put together what you um something something uh. Maybe it's just doggerel. Who knows? It, it might. It might mean nothing. Like this whole podcast. I think it's about pawning your coat. Okay. Well, well, let's go with that. It's pawning your coat. It's the same origin as pop to the shops. I think. Oh, pop about um. <laughs> Hang on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I've got to Google it. This rhyme doesn't make much sense, does it? There are two main ideas about what it's about, but we can't be sure of which, if either is right. The first idea is a rhyme is written in Cockney rhyming slang, thank you, a popular yep. way of speaking Victorians eat London's East End, which used to disguise what they were saying. In this idea, weasel means coat, and pop is about pawning possessions, which yes. you can find out about lower down. Other people think the rhyme is about the weavers who lived and worked in the area of East London called Spitalfields. When weaving fabrics, there'd be a machine called a weasel, which made a popping sound. Ah, it's probably both. Nice. Off the top of your head, you guessed correct. So let's use that mammoth brain. I think I surmised. Okay, let's use that mammoth brain anyway to work out. James wants to know what is the opposite of a panda. Now I assume he means a giant panda. I know the. I know the. I know this already. And not a Fiat panda, which thinking about it might actually be the opposite of a giant panda. What What is the opposite of a panda? Is he? It's a blobfish, and I'll explain why. A what? A blobfish. A blobfish. Right. Yes. Okay. I don't like the sound of a blobfish. Just the, the actual blobfish. the actual onomatopoeic you know, noise it makes. Basically, basic, basically, if you Google blobfish, it's Googling. how you feel in the morning. That's <laughs> how I feel. All the time then pretty much before you had your nunu this is how you feel in the morning <laughs> there's, a, there's a reference for people who may not understand what a nunu yeah. is or who a nunu is who exactly knows? google blobfish simon i want you to see it oh yeah no we've talked about the blobfish before haven't we yeah now the reason that is the opposite of a panda is because the World Wildlife Fund uses yes. a panda as its symbol. Yes. The reason it uses a panda is one, they are very endangered, and two, it's black and white, so you can save on coloured ink. <laughs> that is genuinely fact. Right. That is okay. Also, 
why the RSPB uses an egret and stuff. Um, I don't know if they use an egret, but anyway, you know, they use a penguin. No, they don't. Um, but yeah, so that is why that is why they use a panda. Now, the trouble with pandas are they get an over amount of attention when there are other endangered species out there. So my friend Simon, and not it's me. not done, it's what? Because all Simons in the UK have to have a very common last name spelt slightly wrong. Yep. So it's like Simon Y might be a person, or Simon Ham might be a person, but all Simons have names like that. So there's Simon Dunn, because you finish, and Simon Watts, because you're asking. Simon Watt does a show called The Ugly Animal Preservation Society, whose symbol is the blobfish, because he says all of these sexy animals, like the panda, get all the attention because they're cute, and it's the ugly animals we also have to protect, like the blobfish. And so therefore, the opposite of a panda is a blobfish. I think you're right, but there are pictures of blobfish that I'm looking at where it actually does actually look quite cute. I mean, to you, maybe. Well, that one where he's got his, like, he's in a little ramekin, that's quite cute, going, oh, I'm very sad, I'm a sad fish with a big blobby Yeah, no, no, I'm looking at that, and that is not a nice image. They're very (laughs) ugly animals. They are absolutely hideous. You can't body shame a blobfish, is it? If you're going to blobby blobby shame, if you're going to body shame anyone, you can definitely body shame a blobfish because they are not a pretty animal. Okay, all right then. So by the absolute logic of science, the opposite James of a panda is a blobfish. Also, blobfish is a weird, horrible word to say. Is it? Yeah, blobfish. 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 Oh, they're, they're just so ugly. Helen wants to know what is the opposite of a brush. Interesting. So brush comes from the idea that when we first swept houses, we just went out and got a load of branches from the tree so you use the brush essentially it is a word um it is a word sentence it's one of those words where you turn a noun into a verb yes like other examples of that that i can't immediately think of off the top of my head like no examples at all simon no none at all i can't think of any examples right now take a take a word yeah there's a noun yeah and turn it for example you're at a table aren't you so you could be tabling something oh okay hoover you could be hoovering hoovering under the table Table whilst tabling a motion yeah. and another example in that list. Okay, just, look at, just look at what's on your desk, Simon. Is there a pen? You could be penning a note. Ah, somewhere. yes, you could be helming a boat. You've got a helm on your desk. I haven't got a helm. I don't, I've got a helmet. I haven't got a helmet. I have got a helmet. It's not on the desk. It's in my garage and it's what made of cardboard. It's made of cardboard, oh, okay. is he? Oh, yeah, it's that helmet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's that helmet. That's yeah, the yeah. end of that it's conversation. That yeah. I made yeah. a Mandalorian helmet out of cardboard. You did. I did. And it didn't look like a shoebox. It actually looked like a Mandalorian helmet. It's amazing. It, it fascinated me as a process, turning a flat object of card into a sculpted head of a Star Wars creature. You sound like every single three-year-old at nursery school. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I find this weird when the I put... The new role I turned into a telescope. <laughs> and very I articulate it was... through... What? They're very yeah. articulate three-year-olds, aren't Not they? Not that articulate, Simon. Not that <laughs> articulate. <laughs> very true. So a brush, we all know what a brush is, it's for Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna offer this. Painting. I'm gonna offer this. Mm-hmm. A pan. As in a dust pan. Mm-hmm. Mm, no, no, I d I don't know. I'm not buying that. What about that. Peter Pan? Oh, wh- why Peter Pan? If you could, if you could make a case for Peter Pan being the opposite of a brush. Peter Pan wouldn't tidy up. 
Yeah, Peter Pan's probably lived a with dick, the lost isn't boys. He? He's a, such a dick. Well, well, didn't we have this discussion about Peter Pan being like evil and Captain Hook being the good guy? Possibly years ago when my brain wasn't working. Yeah, I think because there's there's some books that have been written about how Peter Pan is basically a demon that captures children, drags them to Never Neverlands, mm-hmm. and keeps them there away from their parents. And he either murders, well, basically they grow up and they turn into the pirates who he attacks because he basically is a sort of like demon fairy child who can't stand the idea of people aging. And so they're the pirates, they're just normal people, and he just kills them because mm. he doesn't like adults. That's dark, and isn't it's it? Sort of, no, it's there's there's books written. I'm not I'm not the only person who sort of thinks not, this I didn't was, think you were, is he? I'm yeah. just, I was saying that's dark. If you actually look at um Dustin Hoffman as Hook, right, he does really good parenting on Peter's children. Okay. He's really good parenting. I, I shall watch Hook with a different eye from now on. Yeah, no, I mean, Peter Pan is an evil fairy creature. I mean, not getting, never aging and, you know, but, it's but, quite scary. But that doesn't make him the opposite of a brush. It doesn't. No. I mean, I would suggest um, a tangle is an opposite of a brush. Could be a stippler. Stipplers are brushes, though. Yeah, that's true. Sponge? No, nah, it's roughly the same thing, isn't it? I mean, yeah, for makeup, mm. very similar. Similar. Um, I, I still think it might be Peter Pan. <laughs> Yes, it might be Peter Pan, but you need to articulate why it might well, be Peter, Peter Pan. Peter Pan lives without in in Never Neverland. He lives with the Lost Boys, who he's kidnapped. Yeah, brushes don't do that, do they? Well, the brushes don't do that. <laughs> but also because they're boys and they're living, do they? Do you think they brush their hair? No, of course they don't. Do you think they tidy up? No, of course they. Don't. Tink tidies up. Wendy tidies up for them a little bit. All right then. Okay. He m- I mean, murders her it's she tenuous, gets old. but I'm going with it. I'm sure there are well, others. Yeah, you can't think of anything else can you <laughs> you could think of an angry cat maybe you know you yeah no but i'd say an angry cat looks like a brush well that's true so it's not that but you wouldn't want to brush your hair with an angry cat so i wouldn't want to brush my hair with peter pan more so no, keep yeah peter pan away keep peter pan away. away all right okay so hella the opposite of a brush is peter pan for reasons he's a dustpan <laughs> yeah <laughs> Okay, now I want to know what is the opposite of Baba Ganoush? Baba Ganoush. Baba Ganoush. So, Baba Ganoush is a dish made from finely chopped roasted aubergine or eggplant, if you're so inclined. Olive oil, lemon juice, seasonings, and tahini. It's sort of like hummus, but not made of chickpeas. Have you eaten it, Simon? I don't think I have. Is it? A, is it a, a more slimy texture to hummus? I mean, yes, it's slimy. I mean, hummus can be quite grainy, and it's not mm-hmm. grainy at all. But it's smooth and nice. This is a throwback to our first or even pilot episode of this, where we worked out the opposite of taramasalata. But um, we we are it is a motorway. Um, so <laughs> we say episode. I'm not sure that actually made an episode, or if we just discussed it in the car. No, no. We rec- do you remember that we did this in the car on the way back? Late from, one night from you yeah. you going to a Beating thing. Beating people up. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, it's It's got a soft, pulpy and smoky taste, apparently. I've never had it. Have you had it? Yeah. What have you had it with? Uh, usually a bit of bread and very unimaginative. That's the best thing, isn't it? It's just the best thing to eat Carrots hummus with as well. well. Carrots, yeah. exactly, yeah. So, actually, you know, I but may you can... have had it. Uh-uh. I, when, when, when I went to a Lebanese restaurant, would it have been on a Lebanese meze? Yeah, I think so. Uh, it possibly means spoiled old daddy, Baba Ganoush, but no one really knows. Uh, I mean, it, it's in Arabic, so people who speak Arabic will know. Yeah. but the, the, So that's more than no one. That's a fair point. I'll edit that out then. <laughs> 
think you should. No, I think it's quite uh, nice. Yeah. It just, <laughs> just shows my, my Anglo-centric nonsense of my own stupid brain. So uh, the opposite of Baba Ganoush is mm-hmm. either going to be... I mean, it's not hummus. It's, it's not, not hummus, that. No, it's the same I thing. I think it might be a chocolate fountain. Oh, now. What what do you dip in a chocolate fountain? Oh, no, no, no. Don't not, say a it willy. It's not, it's not a chocolate fountain. It's um, fondue. Fondue? Yeah. Mm, is that not because... really just the same sort of thing, though? Is no, it's just... completely the opposite, Simon, right? Fondue. <laughs> it's not completely the opposite. It's completely... Okay, it's a It's a, dip. a bowl of dipping stuff. It's hot. Yeah, Baba hot. Ganoush is cold. Yeah. It's alcoholic. Baba Ganoush is sober. What? It's cheap. What do you mean, what? Fondue. Alcohol. It's melted cheese. How do they... Does it stay melted? They put loads of wine in it. I thought it was just the way the pot... I hated it. <laughs> Heated it up, heated it, it up. That is true. That is true. It goes solid without the heat too, but it has alcohol in it, Simon. Quite a lot. What? Okay. I'm, I'm I'm not disputing that. I'm just now really, really outraged that I went to my friend's house when I when and I don't drink and they fed me fondue. There you go. And you got really? is it really cheese. got alcohol in it? Well, yeah, but same way that you know most cooking has alcohol in it if it's you know French or European. He's googling this now. Oh, I mean, it, the, the 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 heater on the fondue set is alcohol powered. There you go. But oh, I I oh I I'm I'm outraged. I'm outraged. I'm, I'm okay. quivering with rage. I am a seething ball of misty fury. Anyway. <laughs> Some of the alcohol's cooked off because it's hot, so don't get to it's not yeah, like mulled wine. Yeah. Um anyway, so um so what did we say? Fondue is hot, babanoush mm. is cold, mm-hmm. fondue has alcohol in it, babanoush doesn't. Fondue is um vegetarian, but you usually dip meat into it, so it's really not. And then also babaganoush is vegan. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh fondue is from sort of Germany, babaganoush is from Middle it's East. Fondue, the areas. Not Swedish. I always feel like it's Probably. it's 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 Nordic. Rather than yeah, well, I think it's mountainous, isn't it? I think Switzerland with the oh, cheese. Yeah, it could be it's places with it's places. But the thing with Switzerland is very mountainous. So you can't have like fields and that sort of thing. And the only crops you can really grow, and by crops, only agriculture you can really have, are things like ruminants, like cattle and goats and things and sheep, which means you get a lot of cheese. So that is why I suspect it's Swedish or a mountainous area anyway. It could be Norway, I suppose. Going back to our earlier conversation, fondue means to melt. So they've gone the other way. They, they've they've taken a verb and turned it into a noun. There you go. It's yeah, interesting. Go. It's the isn't circle it? of life, isn't it? And you're right. They but that's put why wine I think it's it. the opposite. Yeah, they do. Ugh. I know they put wine in because you can taste Ugh. the wine inside. <laughs> well, it, I just felt like it tasted like cheese to me. I mean, it does taste of cheese. Yeah, it's got but a it also cheese tastes of wine. flavour to it, isn't it? It does. <laughs> Because it's made of cheese. Um, <laughs> but it's also got quite a lot of wine in it. When did I you mean, last have fondue? The 1970s? Yeah, that's right. Have you ever had fondue? You must have had fondue. Yes, of course I've had fondue. Yeah, okay. Good. I didn't like it very much because I find it's a struggle to swallow sometimes, Simon. Do you? Yeah. The, the cheesiness I don't like very it. cheesy pizza either because I find it a struggle to swallow. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I'm not a big fan of overly cheesy food. I like cheese. I'm not a big fan of melted I cheese. I find cheese very hard to it, swallow. It's, it's hard to swallow, Simon. It's hard to swallow, yeah. So we're saying fondue. Is that what we're saying? It's the opposite of baba ganoush. Yeah. Very different ways of saying those with baba ganoush. Fondue. Baba ganoush. I fondue. think both of, the, both of those are not the way the local people No, but that's how it, I say them in my head. Yeah. I mean, baba ganoush is a very fun word to say. It is a very good fun two words, in fact, to say. So, me, the opposite of baba ganoush is fondue. 
Therefore, this week we have worked out that the opposite of a panda is a blobfish, obviously. That the opposite of a brush is Peter Pan, less obviously. And that the opposite of Baba Ganoush is Fondue. You may plug your other podcasts. You can listen to Terrible Lizards. And this week's, uh, I think we've got Iguanodontids. British ones, so proper British Iguanodontids and Iguanodontians. With a guy called Joe Bonza, who's actually British and not Australian. It's very disappointing. Also, you can uh, catch up with British Museum member cast. That is... Um, We've got an extra episode out. We'll be back in the new year with a few other things. Also, you can listen to Your Place or Mine with Sean Keaveney and me talking about all the places we're not going to visit. And uh, you can buy my books. They are The Unstoppable Letty Peg, uh, Billy Swift Takes Flight. And if you know anybody who likes uh, their pirate stories, this is a real one. It's fun. It actually has all the correct boat names and everything. It's called Blackbeard's Treasure and it is out in January. Please pre-order it. Please, 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 please. Thank you. You should definitely pre-order it. It's excellent. Simon's got a book too. Well, before we get to that, talking of Bonza, do you remember like all the way through Home and Away and Neighbours in the 90s and early North? They used to call each other Dag. Oh, that's so Dag. You're so Daggy. I, I, I remember Dag. Yeah. Do you know what a Dag is? I thought it was a bit of um, poo that's like like a Daggy. Like if you have a, a Dag, it's like a dry bit of clumpy poo that's attached to fur. You're exactly right. It's it's the, the poo that sticks to sheep's wool. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there we go. I knew that because I grew up in Australia, Simon. Yes, true. Talking of poo stuck to things, I've written a book. That's, that's the best link ever. It's called mm. Proctology, a bottom examination. And it's all about sitcom Bottom, which is is good sitcom. And it's got a bit of young ones in it as well, which is coming up to its 40th anniversary this year. And Bottom was on, because in my head it was like only like, you know, a few, like three or four years. But it's over a decade it was about, it, including it was. the live shows. Yeah, no, yeah, no, that's true, it shows. was. It was it was very quickly into two series and then it had a break for the third series. But yeah, it was on. It was, it was around for a while, definitely. If you're somebody who likes to make pub quizzes, you can make a really good one using this book because oh. Simon tells you exactly how many times they hit the gas man. That is true, and I've completely yeah. forgotten the answer. We there will be go. back next week with more Opposites of Opposites because that is the way of the world. Bye-bye. Hello. Hello.